from across all corners of our fair planet Earth. Welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and decree for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. I'm your host from sunny Sydney, wintry Australia. Uh, my name is Jake Innes. Uh, joining me is my co-host Eric Badur and uh, Garrett Hunter from San, San Diego, California. How you doing, guys? Doing good. What's happening? Oh, you know, this and that, this and that. It's summer in full swing here, man. Yeah, no doubt. It was hot today. It's, uh, the sun's out and it's hot, but it's also the middle of winter, so... Nice Sydney balmy weather, (laughs) but very powerful sun because we have a hole in our ozone layer. Yeah, good job, humans. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we did it. (laughs) Uh, Eventually, it'll straighten itself right out. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, it'll balance out. I voted for Obama. It's gonna be. Let our grandkids (laughs) love this shit, guys. Come on, (laughs) I'm gonna be dead by probably 2040, so none of this matters. Yeah, everybody take a shit in the ocean. It's fine. <laughs> and if everybody in the world just went to the coast and all took shits in the ocean at the same time, do you think that that would like affect something? Do you think some like weird species would die off just because it would be like, oh, this is just too much human shit? Are you kidding? Uh, certain spe- well, certain sp- time. Certain would certain species would thrive, but yeah, maybe absolutely. some weird. What are those weird fish the Filipino guys go catch and eat? That grunion. <laughs> The grunion. The maybe those fish. will all just die off. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll kill off sharks, and grunions will grow uh, prevalent. That's be, the goal. That'd be bad. Oh, no. So shit, shit in the ocean. Some sharks can survive in ridiculously dirty water. I know tiger sharks can. They're pretty fucking brutal. Oh no! Wow. And introducing our uh, co-host uh, Zach Innes, my younger brother Zach. How you doing? Good and yourself. I'm good, man. Tiger sharks. Yeah, tiger sharks and shit. They. They're all along the Hawkesbury River, which is just a bit north of Sydney, and um, sometimes they take a swim in the bay near my house. It's why you're not allowed to let your dog go loose. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there are sharks that live in rivers? Dude, yes. Yes, there are. There's there's a bunch of them. And they can live in the dirtiest of rivers. And and you guys, well, that's because you guys get shit sharks over there. You get, like, pussy sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't have whites off our coast. That's yeah. right, man. Great whites of the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if there's sharks because in in America the Hudson River is kind of like known as the joke dirtiest river. Like that's the dirtiest river. Whenever you want to like make a pop culture reference, it's always the Hudson for whatever reason. Full of tiger sharks. Yeah. Do you think right. that there's some weird Hudson mud sharks that live in there or something? Don't scare me. That feed off like dead bodies oh. that the, the Italian uh, mobsters dumped in the like 40s and 50s. Hey, man. I got I got to stand up for sharks. Sharks are cool. They're not man hunters like they're portrayed to be uh shark don't, bites don't don't be swimming around when you're on the rag or you know you've cut your arm or anything you'll be fine yeah they're, so, pretty, yeah. they're pretty chilled out i went shark caging in hawaii and they're pretty calm creatures and they're nice they're very wow. nice sharks. what is what is shark caging is that when you're in a cage near some sharks yeah oh that sounds, that sounds sw- horrifying no, you're swimming, you're swimming around with a small handheld cage and you have to try and catch a full-length <laughs> shark with it. You have to catch a shark with the cage. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like more fun. Oh, God, no. You're, you're, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would do that, man. I'd just be so scared that thing 
something could go wrong and that animal just i'm food to the him i'm 100 percent out of my element and a shark is 100 percent in its in element, his element. <laughs> it's some yeah. dumb land mammal that's trying to fucking imitate a dolphin look what i can do <laughs> <laughs> that's it hey garrett that's exactly what sharks do yeah <laughs> they just bite dolphin style all day long all, all day long <laughs> Um, when I was a little kid, all I knew how to draw was sharks, and my favorite fruit snacks were called shark bites. And Hell yeah! The white ones Sick. were yep. the best tasting. God damn right. Could you draw? Could you also draw like a dick and a stussy symbol? I could draw. A oh, you know symbol. what? I could totally draw a stussy symbol, and I could draw a dick, but then make it look like a face. Ooh, nice! Oh, wow. I could only that's draw tough. a stussy symbol, and then my stussy symbol, I would draw like a jester hat on top of. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Sometimes that's... a king crown, but it didn't look as good. That's sick, man. That that makes me think that you want to go to Shangri-La right now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Every once in a while, I would get out my pogs, and I had a lot of, like, 8-ball and yin-yang signs, and I would try to recreate and draw them, but, man, it's something with, like, circles, and I just could never get it right. Something with circles. It never worked out. <laughs> I still have my Ren and Stimpy pogs. Trill oh. talk. Yeah. Trill, trill. And a Ren and Stimpy slammer. So, video games. Uh, <laughs> Transition. Smooth. We got we got we got there eventually. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. So you guys have been playing that? How is it? The new Suda Fifty One game. I um, love it. Yeah, I really dig it. I had trouble at first with uh, coming to terms. If like, I, I I really had a hard time adapting to it because I'm a button masher, mm. and uh, it was. I think I was expecting a little more Bayonetta. And it's a little more linear than that. It's great. I love the gameplay. And it's varied. It's It definitely has piqued my interest because from level to level, it's so different. It's a definitely a Suda51 game in the humor, but I think this is his most funny, most clever game. Uh, the, the head, Juliet's boyfriend, Nick, is the best character in that game because he says all the things that you're thinking and yeah. uh, does it well. He's very, very funny. I was uh, blown away at the Baba Booey reference. That was great. <laughs> Howard Stern reference in that game. Uh, the soundtrack is incredible. The gameplay is not as mindless as I was expecting it to be. I thought it was just going to be XXXXXXXXX. And See, that's that's my one apprehend possible apprehension about that game. Not having played it uh, myself yet, personally. It looks like a standard fair hack and slash, which I kind of avoid like the plague. And and here's the thing. And here, here's what I likened it to, and I might get kind of ridiculed for it. It, it has kind of elements of Ninja Gaiden where if you just keep hitting one button, you're going to have a really hard time. That's uh, why I had a really hard time. If you learn combos, <laughs> because there are combos that you unlock along the way. You get all like these medals and then you spend it at the shop to get combos. There's a combo called Armadillo Spin. It's the best fucking that's, move in the game. That's the best one. And you have to know how to do it if you want to kill zombies that certain way. There's a light attack, a heavy attack with like a chainsaw, and then a low attack. You have to mix those up and know what you're doing if you're going to kind of, like, kill everyone accordingly and get a high yeah, score. Yeah. And, and there's there's a different way that you would attack, like, one zombie or a hallway where you would come at them one at a time. You would take them out a more efficient way, and then maybe if you got into a room where a bunch surrounded you, you would use a certain combo. That it, I definitely go into the menus often, as you guys can see in the gameplay that we've been streaming uh, I have to look up what the combos are to remember, okay, in this type of situation, I need to, oh, okay, got it. It's it's, it's a good. fun game. I, I really, really enjoy it. I can see why people have digs on it. It is really short, but to me, people are focused too much on length now in games. Everyone Dude. wants to, 
Everyone wants a 30-hour game. Short games you know are what fine I mean? by me. They're, they're just fine by me. Uh, if I can actually finish the game and, and you know, not, ma not make it take up a huge part of my life for a while, like Persona 3 did, then that's all good. I'm happy with that. 10 hours, probably, on this game? Um, I don't know. I, I was going to say my only constructive criticism is, I guess, the levels are too long, I think. There, there are only like five or six levels. Which is funny because everyone says it's too short yeah. of a game, but I think the levels are too long. There are only five or six levels in the game, but each level is about an hour and a half, two hours there, each. I think there's six wow. and a, and a prelude. Yeah, and and so you know it can be a ten to twelve hour game, but oh yeah, there's so much replayability. Yeah, because, because you have you you learn all like these combos along the way and you buy them, and that makes me want to play the game again to unlock all the costumes that I missed the first time and all the soundtrack stuff that I didn't hear the first time. Yeah. And I, I really like that. I love that about games. I love new cool. gameplay. Excellent. So it's got, the, it's got that Resi 4 drawback, as I like to call it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. New Game Plus. Hmm? My favorite. Why uh, Saints Row the Third did is beyond me. I agree. We haven't talked about that game at all, actually, Saints Row 3. I, that's one I've been wanting to get to. But, my, um, that's my game of the year for 2011. Yeah, for sure. Wow, wow. Whoa. And does it go beyond just being a, a GTA clone? I, I hear that it's just basically GTA, but all the preconception, all the all, all the uh, reservations just taken out of it and no holds barred, basically. It's no holds barred, like, slapstick. It's fucking... Yeah. It's hilarious. It was... It was some of the laugh, some of the loudest I've laughed at, like any media, movie, television, or anything. I like really enjoyed shit that happened in that game. The writing of it and everything, the storytelling. I, I didn't. Thought, okay. You didn't like the gameplay? I didn't. No, I was gonna say I didn't do any of the DLC, and I'm kind of burnt out on this idea of them scrapping the DLC they announced to hold over for four. For four. That's I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, I read Most about that. That's kind of lame. Yeah. It. But whatever. I. I just want. I'll play another one. I'll play the next one pretty much no matter what. Yeah. I mean, the reason that I got Saints Row 3 is because I saw that there was a gang that was just luchadors and I could wear a luchador mask. So that <laughs> that's why I, that's why I wanted to play that game. And it ended up being my favorite game of last year. I, I Like, everything I did in that game, I had a blast with. The level-up system was really cool. It, there's so much to do and so many places to go and so much to, like, own in that game that I, I still put it in and play it. I'm God in that game, essentially. I can't die. <laughs> Like, no touch me. I take a plane as high as it'll go in the air and jump out and don't open a parachute. I just go as high as I'll go, and then I'll just go, well, wherever this plane takes me and I land on the ground is where I'm going to pick up and play. Yeah. So I just do that, and I sky bomb into the ground. <laughs> super hard. Don't get hurt, and then I just start blowing up everything around me. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, all that stuff, everyone's like, oh, it's Grand Theft Auto, it's Grand Theft Auto. I thought the first two were really comparable to Grand Theft Auto. This is also like Grand Theft Auto in the sense that you can steal cars. I think they nailed the physics better than Grand Theft Auto ever has, though. The best thing I can say about this game is that it gave me things that I didn't even know I wanted in a game like this and <laughs> yeah. did it really, really well. You don't have to, there's no anime. Well, there's an animation for like stealing a car from someone, get, opening the door, punching them, throwing them out, closing the door you know, getting in the car and driving. Or yeah. you can run and hit a button and jump legs first into a car, kick the other person out, and just be <laughs> in position. And, and, and 
full speed. Yeah, and it's so it's seamless going from running to stealing a car to driving a car. They've taken all the like boring elements of storytelling and just made it as comic booky as it could get. It was great. I loved it. I love that game. Burt Reynolds is in it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Now that that sounds like something that's right up my alley because that's basically what I want to what I want to do in that kind of game. I just want to be an absolute anarchist asshole and just fuck shit up. And there's a lot of decision type stuff that you, there's like probably four or five decision like points yeah. throughout the storyline that you have to choose one way or the other. And that's why I don't understand they didn't provide a new game plus. Yep. Because you get certain weapons or you get certain things, uh, abilities and whatnot, depending on what you choose, but you can never go back with the same character. You'd have to start over again and choose the other way. Yep. But hey, oh, the really? multiplayer is a lot of fun. You can do missions with a friend and everything. You know, I never did multiplayer in that. Really? Never. Ever. Uh, I played a couple of times with uh, with some different friends and some Mega sixty four fans and stuff, and mm. I'd love to play that some more online with people. I, I mean, it yeah. really was just a fun, a fun, fun game that I had. Oh, a really if you want to stream that when we're done with Lollipop, oh, that might be. Fun. I would love to because I'm again God in that game. But my friend Mark picked that game up and talked to me about it yesterday. He's like, man. I made my guy look so crazy. He looks like a killer, and he's all fat, and he just wears like underwear. And when, <laughs> and when he does crime, it looks awesome. This is Mario. <laughs> when he does crime, it, it looks, looks awesome. awesome. That is the goal of that game, and he nailed it. That sounds like a Mario game. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and we play it two totally different ways. When yeah. I play games like that, I'm super straight laced. I like to do stuff by the book, and I'm like badass and cool. Yeah. And when Mario does it, he doesn't care about uh, consequences, regard for <laughs> others, what he does, how he does it. So, it's cool. That's excellent. That's excellent. Let me know what you end up playing that on. I'll, I'll get myself a copy because I'd definitely be down for that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's the long lineage of the Suda51 games. He tends to sort of... He does something slightly different. I mean, it's very similar to No More Heroes, uh, you know, in its premise and everything. But um, would you say it still has that Suda51 signature? I mean, like, probably something like Killer7 is probably the most Suda51 game there is. But do you feel that um, that, that uh, Lollipop Chainsaw also had that Suda51 kind of signature strangeness to it? Yes, it uh, it's really cool because you. I'll just go over kind of what what happens in the game. I uh, in the first level, everyone is zombies. Every, all of the kids at your high school become zombies. Why is this happening? Oh, some guy has tried to open a portal essentially to hell, and has brought over this plague thing that's killing people, turning them into zombies. You have to fight six of these bosses called Dark Purveyors. They are six people like in a band. The first boss that you fight is like a lead singer, and the second boss that you fight is like a drummer. I and didn't realize and, this and, until you told me yeah. yesterday, and that blew me away. I was like, this is so much fucking cooler and, and, now. Hey, Jake, why I think you're really going to like it, it's super, yeah. super music-based. Like, the first boss that you fight is super up the punks, punk rock, big liberty spikes, and like black like leather jacket. The second boss, the drummer, and I don't want to spoil a bunch of stuff, but ooh, ooh. the second boss is death metal black Born eye makeup rock, corpse paint like looks like what i imagine martin looks like in his band now yeah where he just <laughs> black metaled out and he has like, <laughs> like a dead bear pelt hanging on him and he's just big and swedish and it's badass and so they all have kind of levels that revolve around how they are and and it's very themed 
Uh, it's super, super stylized. Everything looks like a comic book. They have like this cool kind of like dot art pixelation. Yeah. It like overlays everything. I it, notice yeah. it's not just the cutscenes. Mm -mm. It's everything in the gameplay it, it, has that cornered dotalism, like whatever. Yep. It's cool. It's super stylized. Uh, I think bringing in was like James Gunn. Yeah. Is that who they brought in? Bringing that guy in that, probably where you honestly get, saved that game. That's where you get all the pop culture references yep. and and really really smart humor that you get from the uh, boyfriend character. Because my my problem with Shadows of the Damned is that it's literally a dick joke from start to finish, and I don't. I'm 26. I don't <laughs> have time for a dick joke for 18 hours. Like, <laughs> but the play, the the actual play mechanics of that game look really interesting. I still still at this point of recording, I haven't got around to playing it yet, but. I, that's it's something fun. that I'm waiting to go down to a $19 bin, and then I want to pick it up. It's probably my least favorite of all of his games, uh, because it 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 felt like it was just his humor, which is dick humor all the way through. This game felt like it had raunchy jokes here and there, but they were sprinkled in instead of being like the main kind of point. Yeah. This had like a lot of humor yeah. that really resonated with me. A joke that me and Garrett were talking about the other day, in one of the levels. Juliet just goes, oh, there's cow shit everywhere here. And then the boyfriend, Nick, goes, yeah, it looks like a German porn. Yeah. And she goes, wait, you don't watch porn, do you? He goes, well, no, I've I've seen it, but I don't watch it. it I've had that conversation yeah. with every single girlfriend I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. He hit the fucking nail on the head, yeah. man. And, and that was like, okay, th this guy gets it. His humor is kind of up my alley, and I really enjoyed that. There's a lot of stuff like that. Yep. Excellent, excellent, good stuff. So, um, lots, not really any big gaming news at the moment, because, uh, you know, E3's been and gone, and people are kind of just playing the waiting game now and getting drip-feeded information for, um, you know, these big games that are coming out. But you've got some really cool smaller announcements, like uh, Okami HD just got uh, announced. Is that going to be a download-based? I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, there's, there'll be a physical version in Japan, but uh, for Europe and North America and Australia, it's going to be download only for PSN and uh, uh, 360. It's it's really funny how this HD like remake kind of boom has taken off. And there's a I mean, it sounds like a easy and cheap way for the game companies to make money, but we are buying them. Like I own yeah. a lot of the HD remakes of old games. I think they're marketing off our nostalgia. Yeah, possibly. You, Although it it looks really good though, and in my in my opinion, it's one of the best games ever made. And there's plenty of versions of the game, but um, uh, yeah, this this remake looks looks really really nice. That was Not, a franchise that I missed out on. Oh, I've I've got to definitely re recommend the original uh, Okami game, especially if you enjoy any Zelda game, pretty much. Yeah. And it goes way beyond being. You know, similar to Zelda, it, it's it's old, so it's old sort of um, mystical Japan setting with uh, sort of a sumi e Japanese ink art style and yeah, it's really got mem painting looking. Yeah, it's it's with. one of the most beautiful games ever made. It's it's fantastic, um, but uh, yeah, the the HD remake of that looks really nice, and I'll be picking that up. To uh, because it's been a good few years since I've replayed the original Okami. I hear you. Yeah, I, if the remake, well, I always say I'll get stuff, but man, my list is so long right now. I don't know if I will get to it, but if it's cheap, if they could put it out for like 
ten dollars, I would I would consider that. But I'm imagining it's probably gonna be around thirty. Oh, you poor Americans! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys have it rough when it comes to prices. Oh yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> no, I, th I think I think they're gonna be okay with us on on this one. It's a, it's a remake and everything. Zach. Yes. Uh, the garbage truck simulator. Oh my. <laughs> yes. Well, you've uh, you've gotten around to playing it, but uh, there's there's been uh, it's gone beyond that, hasn't it? Yes. Um, this game proves that video games are art. <laughs> it, it made me consider the banality of the daily grind, which is one thing, and it's a game so emotionally moving. It's hard not to be swept away by the game's interpretation of the life of the garbage man. You see. <laughs> There are films, books, works of art where I hear the fleeting whisper of a vocal cry resonate from the mouth of greatness, but none <laughs> but none have made me feel like this game has. You cannot do anything of your own free will, much as I imagine the life of the garbage man is like. You are complete this game completely constrains you. You can well, I was driving down after a you know, picking up a few pieces of garbage and putting them in the back of my truck, I thought, you know what, let's try to run some people over. Uh-uh. You can't do that. Just like just like real life, you can't go postal, you can't just start, you know, wailing on people. Because first off, it's very rare where people are around. This is a city full of no one. I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that was very deep. Just Because just as how people don't recognize or notice the garbage man, the garbage man does not notice the people which I thought was really deep. And <laughs> then, um, yeah, it's just, it's very simple. You can't crash, or only certain parts of the vehicle actually uh, recognize when you bump into another car. So cars will just fly through you all the time and you'll just be like, okay, that's, that's fine by me. I'm picking up garbage and you can't <laughs> do, you can't do anything else. So um, then I decided, you know what? So it's a it's a real purist game then. Yes, yes. It's not for the it's not for casuals, by you any means. Get it, cut it right down to its core essence. Exactly. <laughs> and you see, I thought, why stop at Garbage Truck Simulator? And so I turned on Delivery Truck Simulator. Oh now, wow! Now you see, these are all made by this these two companies in collaboration with each other, Excalibur Publishing and Astragon Studios. Excalibur Publishing, the site looks like it was made in the 90s, it's absolutely awful, and they couldn't make any of their like low-budget shit games without Astragon Studios, and they're pretty much the company that are behind every shit game that you throw to the side when browsing through video <laughs> games at the store. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we can't forget titles like, um, on Earth, what have they done? Uh, Water Sports for the Wii, um, Secrets of the Pyramids, uh, but see, most most of these titles only come out in Europe. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the US, North well, America doesn't get, get a lot, lot of these games. We we actually do get a lot specifically for the Wii. We get a lot of like really shit titles that don't even go behind glass. They go straight to like a bargain bin. Yeah, shovelware. Yeah, there seems to always be that. Uh, sh you know shovelware bin at the front of a Best Buy and it's always Wii games with a few uh, 3DS, or not 3DS but like DSi games thrown in yeah. there too Yeah. Are you kidding? So you guys didn't get like Sherlock Holmes, The Mystery of the Persian Carpet, Sweet Baby <laughs> Polar Bear <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, wait, wait oh, What? There's more 
polar bear. I, yep. I want sweet baby polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Jewel Quest, Erotic Empire Deluxe. Yeah! <laughs> dream Stripper. How do I become a member of the Erotic Empire? I need to be a Dream Stripper now. <laughs> and, of course, to top it all off, Bus Simulator 2008. <laughs> These... These are the greatest games I've ever laid my eyes on. But Delivery Truck Simulator, there was a description of it on the site and I couldn't help but um, get this game. Turn the starter key on your own delivery business with Delivery Truck Simulator. Carry your cargo of parcels and packages across the city as you strive to become king of the couriers. Wow. Dude. That's one hell of a thing to strive for. Are you the king of the couriers in the erotic empire? Or just like <laughs> I, I haven't played Erotic Empire Deluxe, but I would haven't, like- Haven't played it yet. Yet, that's yet. the key. Yet, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. it is. I will, and then- How would that not be a good idea? Then- <laughs> Just don't tell my mom and pup pup. Oh, I'm sure that- no, they wouldn't be fine with it. Sack <laughs> my brother, they'd be so mad. Oh, don't talk about it, Jake. It's... Jake, don't, Jake, don't tell on him. Don't, don't, <laughs> say, don't say those words. Don't be a dibber-dobber, Jake. <laughs> dibber-dobber Cindy, you're in kindy. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, no, I'm not in kindy. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, then I thought, you oh, know what? Keep doing that? <laughs> You guys are real cool brothers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love when I can tell it's like authentic, like childhood yep. stuff from like a totally different country. That's yeah. awesome. Zach, now Zach, as you might have heard at the start of this uh, uh, episode, listeners, um, I did say co-host when I mentioned Zach. Zach's going to be sticking around, and Martin couldn't be here today. He's been busy, uh, which is a shame, but he will be back again soon. Uh, Martin's very happy about uh, Zach being a co-host because that means he's no longer the baby. So Zach, what do I need you to say <laughs> as a rite of passage? What I now need you to say is, "Baby made a boom boom." <sighs> say it. Ba say it. Baby made a boom boom. Yeah. Uh, uh, but um, but then, Zach. Say it again. <laughs> Baby made the boom boom. <laughs> How embarrassing. Uh, Zach, my brother, I love you so much. But, yeah, to, to prove I'm a big boy, I played big boy games. and Yeah, Erotic Empire. <laughs> yeah, but I also played Police Simulator. Oh. Get this game. It, it gets... Because you actually got to move around in, like, you know, the third person when you were playing um, Garbage Truck Simulator and Delivery Truck Simulator. And I thought, hey, I might get to be a police officer and, like, you know, it could be, like, GTA from the police side of things. No. They took out every rewarding piece that they had done in all their other games and they made it a bird's eye view bullshit game where you just press numbers it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to send someone to this street. And then there's a shitty, tacky police radio that just repeats the same phrase over and over. It, oh my... This game is less exciting than discovering that you but have, were like... You, were you expecting something with a budget, Zach? It's probably made somewhere in, like, Holland or somewhere. You know, the, sa the same country that <laughs> brought us gems such as Animal Soccer World. 
That sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, is Eric? sweet baby is sweet baby polar bear on one of the teams? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope so, Eric. I hope so. Um, I- I'm gonna talk a lot more about those and other Phoenix games in another episode. I'm gonna do a whole episode based on it. Basically, this is a treasure trove of European shit that. You guys have nothing compares in comparison to these games. I'm collecting them at the moment, but more to come on that in a later episode. Why? Why shit specifically on? Was it Holland? <laughs> well, they, because they they made these games, Phoenix Phoenix Games and Is Dingo it Pictures. The fucking fuck Ding, the Dingo, Dingo Pictures. Pictures. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? Fuck the Dutch, man. I'm with you. <laughs> If you, if you go to uh, something awful's flash tub, you'll see um, you'll see a Dingo Pictures um, tribute that they've done with uh, Toy Story. Now, uh, okay, I'm gonna have to go into this a little bit now because I've segwayed I've segwayed the fuck out of this, and I need yes. to, know, right, guys? Yeah, okay. Uh, but before I before I start that, uh, Zach, mm-hmm. say it. <laughs> Baby made a boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's it has been it has been said three times. Thus, the rite of passage is complete. Oh, dude, welcome, made it. welcome, our new co-host Zach Ennis. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Okay, I, I ruined that segue, didn't I? Let's keep going. Um, Dingo Pictures is the animation house, with, used with big uh, quotation marks there, <laughs> that would supply thirty-minute animations for Phoenix uh, Games, which was a, uh, a Dutch or a German-based uh, production and publishing company that would put out budget titles for the... Um, well, originally for the PS1 under the name Midas, but then uh, on the PS2 and maybe one or two on the... No, just on the PS2. And these all only came out in Europe and Australia. Huh. Like PAL territories, that's it. Uh, and they included such titles as Animal Soccer World, as I said before, which is the absolute pinnacle of shit. Is that a PS1 game? No, it's a PS2 game, although there Uh, is a PS1 port, which I have still sealed, which is quite rare, called Animal Football. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, basically, it's... It's basically it's meant for kids, and you know that all these games have a th- they, like they boasted on their old website that that their games had a three month turnaround time. Ugh. Oh, and why basic- would you fucking boast about that? Exactly. <laughs> well, no, they, they they boasted about being able to you know qu- their their whole mission statement was quantity over quality, basically. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Phoenix Games. Thank you, Midas Entertainment, and all that. Um, thank you, up- Dingo Pictures. Thank you guys for taking up shelf space. Yeah, exactly. They've done really. They obviously did really well. They don't exist anymore. But um, they could obviously they couldn't afford they couldn't afford um, production values for anything beyond 128 bit systems. So you mean yeah? Are you saying there won't be Animal Soccer World HD? Because I was looking into that. <laughs> fuck! Fuck! <laughs> one day, one day, my children. Um, so we've got Animal Soccer World. We've got other titles such as Lion and the King. Oh, just the two of them. <laughs> um, oh god, what is it? Hang on, I've gotta I've gotta uncover my, my shelf just for a second to get this other title. It's 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 worth it. All these shitty fucking games I own. 
I imagine a treasure trove <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Jake's there's, like... There's Hunchback of Notre Dame on the PS1, which I've actually done a review on on my, uh, on my channel. Uh, where uh-huh. the, same, the, the same channel where the uh, Gaming Cult podcast uh, promo video is. So have a dig through there and you'll find that uh, full review for Hunchback, and Hunchback of Notre Dame on PS1. Uh, we've got Lion and the King, Lord of the Jungle. Um, now you're you're noticing you're noticing some familiarity, well, some maybe some like paraphrased familiarity with the with the titles here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now Lion and the King is obviously going to be something Lion King based. Now, yeah. The whole deal with Dingo Pictures. Uh, was that they would take all of these copyrighted Disney characters and DreamWorks characters and everything, and they would just they just rip off these characters basically, and they put them all in the same situation, and they'd have these horrible Dutch English um, uh, overdubbed voices, um, and it's really hard to sort of convey what I'm trying to say here. So I'm going to play an audio clip, and Eric, if you can just if you could just clap us into that audio clip. Okay, uh, go. He still has the ball, he's gonna shoot now. Crumber shoot, 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 Crumber shoot. Yes, Crumber scores, it's a goal, goal, goal. Crumber scored the equalizer right before the end of the game. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the radio, you're missing a great game, great game. It's a 1-1 score between the Wild Dogs and the Jungle. What's this, ladies and gentlemen? Chaos Anarchy. Referee, this can't go on. Referee, blow the whistle. <laughs> End of the game. Ladies and gentlemen, the game is over. This end score is 1-1 for the Wild Dogs. And the Jungle Kings. Another match. Another match. Another match. Ladies and gentlemen, quiet, quiet, quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, because there was no winner in this soccer match between the Jungle Kings and the Wild Dogs, I, the Lion King, decided there is gonna be a rematch. Strongest may win. So you just heard a uh, clip there from Animal Soccer World, also known as uh, Animal Football on the PS1. Um, uh, so the other titles included on uh, Phoenix uh, Games was the infamous... Now, I don't have this one yet. I'm still looking for it. But the title has just made me obsessed. It's called Snow White and the Seven Lovely Boys. LAUGHTER <laughs> Oh or or Snow, Snow White and the Seven Nice Boys, or something like that. Something just ridiculous that might sound good to a Dutch person that can't speak English. Oh, and better to those who do. <laughs> I want to meet these lovely boys. <laughs> and this is no, hey, no disrespect to uh, Nederlanders out there. Ook, uh, Nederland, uh, uh, Nederlands, uh, so uh, pardon my alsjeblieft. Uh, that was terrible Dutch. Just, just for reference, there, everybody else. Terrible, terrible Dutch. I, I only know. My ex-girlfriend's mom is from South Africa, and so she speaks English. Well, she, her parents are from China, so Chinese and Afrikaans. Yeah. Uh, I only know one word in Afrikaans. What's Afrikaans? The language they speak in South Africa. Okay. Af- Af- so I o- Afrikaans, is, Afrikaans is like a bastardized version of Dutch, basically. Yeah. Oh. So, wow. so she can speak to Dutch people, and she's told me stories where she spoke to Dutch people, whatever. I only know one word in Afrikaans, yeah. and... 
I can't say it on this podcast. <laughs> is it fuck? <laughs> oh, it's, no. it's, it's, not, it's not the word for the N-word, is it? It is. Oh, okay, I know that word. It, I that o- and I only know that because, and here's where it's okay that I know it, I read a book. Oh. Mm. I know it. Power of One. I know it because I oh, used to I, live... I, I read that book. Yeah. Yeah, good book. You guys read books? Yeah, people get called, the. I guess in Africa no. you call it the K-word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I know that word because I used to live in a house with 11 South Africans. <laughs> in, in East London. It was initially a house, living in a house with three South Africans, and it turned into living in a house with 11 South Africans within a year. Wow. That, that, wow. And they call each other that, or how'd that work out? No, they did not. So there's the reference for that. Uh, how did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you call them that? <laughs> also no so that yeah that's let's just leave it at that uh but hey no disrespect to the south africans uh who had it um younger uh brew whatever all good hello to south africa the world cup was really cool thanks thanks guys hey uh, district nine pretty okay movie yeah i like Your it blue thump. they got the main two exports yolandi visser and ninja going right now I hate that band. You don't like The Outward? Nope. No. I do. Not no, they suck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! Man. Sorry, guys. I think it's up. I think it's funny as shit. Oh, God, it's so <laughs> bad. I think that they look so white trash and it's so funny. Everyone looks like a monster in that band. <laughs> maybe yeah. they're like maybe they're like insect monsters with uh with a skin over them and they're hiding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it happens. I'm not going to say I don't think Yolandi's not hot. Uh, really? With with weird haircut and no eyebrows? I'll go on record and say she's not hot. I'll say it. I'll say it. And Enter the Ninja was a shit song. I mean, it's not, you know, smells like teen spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your of songs? I don't know. I mean, kinda. (laughs) Hey, no hate on Deant word at all. But uh, yeah, I'm not, not a fan personally. But, I, um, I think I'm the only one in the crew because I've tried to play songs for like Rocco and Sh- even Sean and Derek, and they're just like, I, yeah, nah. <laughs> I so, I just I, the first thing I saw from them was that uh, Harmony Corain's short film Unshini Muam, which means "Give me my machine gun," I think in South African. Right, uh, right. It's like some song or something. I don't know, but uh. He made a short film with them in it, and I fucking love it. And then I figured out that they were a band, and like I tried to learn all about it. And then I figured out it was like, oh, this is like a shtick. This is fucking really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. But no, what's up? Sorry. They definitely got it. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? I didn't mean to sidetrack. You're, I mean, yeah, you're, welcome. You were speaking in other languages, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, big up to South Africa, uh, all the Africans, all the Klausas uh, out there. It's all good. Man, I want to say the one word that I know so bad. Don't say it. Don't Prons? do it. <laughs> Why would you say it? Because it's the only one that I know. And when you're speaking <laughs> Afrikaans, I'm like, oh, I'll just slip this one right in. I need, to, co- I need to contribute to this conversation yeah, somehow. I can do it. And it's going to be with a massively racist term. So let's... <laughs> do we have any South African listeners? Yeah, we do. We do. Say oh, it. Man. No, don't say it. All right, moving on. God, Gaming Cult Podcast, episode 12. Everyone listening, you're at a computer. Just go on Google and type it in up, the search, and then you'll know it. <laughs> yeah, Africa, so, yeah, Afrikaans words starting with K, and then you'll learn something, and then you'll learn about the his. You'll probably also learn about the history of 
the, ba- the a certain history of South Africa. You learn about apartheid. It'll be yeah. fun. I'm, yeah, I'm educating yeah. you. You're you're getting yeah. educated through yeah. uh, you know it's turning it around. My my old roommate used to yell that at our mailman. No. <laughs> oh, no. no. Why? Was he South, was your mailman South African? No. Was he, he black? Was, he's a Filipino guy. <laughs> <laughs> would you yell that at him? But he'd scream it at him from our window. And I do wave because when he did it, he would wave and smile <laughs> because he didn't. The guy didn't know what it meant. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yell the word, wave and end? smile. Yeah. Oh my and god! And the mailman would turn around and wave and smile. <laughs> he would yell it like, like. Oh, from from our yeah, like like from our kitchen window yeah. would open it when the mailman was walking down the street, like walking away from our house. He would scream it at him and wave at him, and the guy would turn around. And wait. <laughs> oh my god! And that guy will never know. That's beautiful. Yeah, and and you'll never know from us what the word exactly is because <laughs> we've got some pro- we've got some un- unspoken rules here, and one of the one of the one of the rules is that we don't say the South African version of the N word. So there you go. Can, Can we say the N word? No, we can't. Used- and we also cannot say the N word. <laughs> it used this that used podcast. to be that used to be an unspoken rule until we brought it up, and now it's a spoken rule. Now it's a spoken rule. <laughs> you guys have to go and speak about all the fucking unspoken rules. <laughs> Change the whole system. Can we say the N word? <laughs> What's the worst word we can say? <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way. What's the worst word we can say? Nice. Nice is the worst word we can say? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, um, well and... I, t- I, t- I tell you what, I've, I've been playing I've been playing a lot of uh, Minecraft lately on the 360, and I've got to give a shout-out to to my boy Cody, a.k.a. AKA Last Cody. He's been oh, yeah. playing that Minecraft with me. I've been on his server. He's been on my server, and been, we've been tearing it up on some Uncharted Three as well. And nice. Uh, but it- I've I've got to I've got to tell you guys, he's 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 been he's really been upsetting me lately. He's he's been he's been using those piss words. Oh, dude! Did he say bad ones over the headset? He did. He said he said piss words, and he said you know he said he said butt. Oh, oh, and dude. and he said he said ring. But not like the ring you put in the finger, the finger that you put in your ring. Oh, no. Yeah. And I said, Cody, my sweet boy, I love you. Please don't say those piss words to me. What was his reply? Well, he... Did he call you a butt? What piss words? uh, Well, it wasn't really direct, but the the piss words were coming out, and I said, said, Cody, no, my sweet, sweet boy, don't say those things. Uh, Garrett, as a a bad boy practitioner, and we we can give this advice out there too, all the bad boys and the rude girls out there. What 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 would you what would you say to Last Cody that we could also give a lesson to all the uh, budding young bad boys and rude girls out there? Uh, well, I'd tell I'd tell Cody, you know, if someone tries to get you to stop saying, you know, the words that you've learned and the words that you like to say, you tell them, fuck off. Whoa! Tell Whoa. That to- oh, can you censor that? That was. Uh, and you that was say, a little, I don't work blue on this podcast. You say, "Don't be a okay. bitch." So <laughs> just censor, just censor that one word. You say, "Don't be a bitch, bitch," and then you just keep going because you don't take shit from no one when you're a bad boy. And last, Cody obviously is a bad boy. He's probably been to the Gleason Academy. He's probably graduated with A plus right. in bad boy. So, so whatever. So, so Garrett can say all these words. 
but I want to say one word in Afrikaans, and all of a sudden, everyone's upset. It's not like said, Oops. Oh, oh see? Oh, oh, look. Look what he's getting away with on this podcast. That, that was probably real normal for you guys, but for Actually, us, it's like off limits. Really? Because here, like, this is the country where we call our mates. Can't. Yeah, you and, don't do that. No. Yeah, and the cunts, mates. Well, I, 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 if if I if I had to say just one thing about you, Garrett and uh, Eric, I would say that you are you're very courageous, and, and I also like your uniqueness, your nerve, and your talent. Thank and you. And you're a sick cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what cunt stands for. C U N T. That's right. Like, that word here is... That's like the worst word you could call a girl, and it's probably... It's not common. It's just not common. At all. It's not common at all, and it's like right behind the word nigger. It, it's... <gasps> and you said it! You said, he said it! Dig- he said digger. He said digger. <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing. I don't say the N-word because that... Like, I'm not calling someone that, but I'm not going to say the N-word. I'm just going to say what the word is. That's right. That's you can right. censor me if, if you want, but I just, if I'm talking about that word, I use that word. So we don't call people cunts. Yeah. This, That's is, like- the, uh, this is the second episode of Gaming Podca- Gaming Court Podcast where we have gone into depth about the word cunt. Swearing <laughs> <laughs> is just, it's interesting culturally how it differs. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, we were referring to the term digger, which refers to an Australian or New Zealand uh, army veteran. Shout out to my diggers. <laughs> yep, yeah, what's shame, up, my diggers? Shame on a digger that had to peak game on a digger. <laughs> World War One with a trigger. But yes. Oh, oh fantastic. I'm going to yes. start calling everyone diggers. I've been calling everyone naggers like an idiot. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was one of those South Park references yeah. that I had never thought of or heard of before that it was like this Brilliant. is so fucking that yeah. was such a funny episode randy on jeopardy he's on wheel of fortune <laughs> or it was wheel of fortune yeah. right right video games gaming cult podcast person worldwide <laughs> yes ear racism that, that's that's right man that's absolutely right so there's there's a new spider-man game and it looks like it plays kind of like batman and that's okay i, I don't know if i'm gonna play it um, but it looks cool. I think people... I, I read this review, I'm not going to say which review it was, and it's, it's not going to be me to say that, but um, I was I, I watched a, a review for the new Spider-Man game, and it was... How, how jaded have our professionally paid reviewers of video games gotten these days, where they can Some say... Some, where they can say something like, it it controls, like... Uh, one of the good Batman games, but talk about that in a really blasé and negative way, like that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, that didn't even occur to me. Yeah. The, it's it's interesting me. It's interesting to me. Like some of these sites get pretty big, like Kotaku and like game trailers and stuff. And every once in a while, you read a review that's kind of cocky, and it's like, uh, how? I mean, I don't know. I just get rubbed the wrong way sometimes from certain reviews. Oh, there was this one notable one. I think it was on IGN. There was this reviewer who um, was responding to all the Mass Effect Three ending criticism, and he just pretty much he did a three like something like a three minute video where he just acted smarmy the whole time, telling everyone that they acted that ever, that gamers were entitled babies, and that's where I was well, like, 
that's just a dick move. Yeah, why, like, why why make that video? Yeah, exactly. Just be positive, bro. I mean, give an honest review. Don't fucking lie to us, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, like, a positive person at all, but, like, that just seems, like, needless. Because who cares yeah. about going Mass Effect it's, it's like going after your fans really doesn't accomplish anything. Like, the people who read your column are... They're your fans because they're reading your column. Yeah. Mm. I just say, why not... Make a make a video or review about a different game. Yeah. Uh, like, did we did we need more? Do we need? Was there stuff that was kind of unsaid about Mass Effect Three, or did people not make fun of the people who cared that much enough? Or like, wh why make the video? It just uh, seems I, like. And like, I loved I loved the Mega Sixty Four video about that because it yeah it summed, it summed up my feelings about everybody how everybody was, was reacting at the time yeah just yeah. perfectly. Mm. But it wasn't somebody just looking into a camera no. and saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the lowdown on us is we're, at the end of the day, what we do is try to make something that's funny out of video game news. Yeah. So Absolutely. we come to a current event or a topic that we think we can make fun of. And, and that was ripe for that just because of all the bickering and all the media that it had been getting. But it's... Why talk into a camera about it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That just... We're doing something to make everyone laugh, and that might not necessarily be how any of us even feel. Mm -hmm. I mean... Who even played that game? Mass Effect Three. Yeah, I did. I beat it. You did, but I think you were the only one. Rocco didn't play it. I, I didn't Brian play it. it. Derek didn't play it. Sean sure as hell didn't play it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I just, I don't think anybody cares that much about somebody's opinion where it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna stare at your face for three minutes. But I guess people do because he made the video and people watched it. So, whatever. Yeah. There's just better ways to do it, and and who and honestly, who cares? Yeah, no exactly. Honor. It, it was a video game. It was the ending for a video game. It, it was written by people who write stuff for yeah. a living. Hey, to, to be fair, it was the ending for a video game that wasn't even very good. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I kind of wish I'd kept playing through the first one, but <laughs> I just got so caught up in all the codex collecting that I just I just went overly OCD with it, and I had to put it down. <laughs> and I never finished the first game, and I've never played any of the ones since then. Well, first yep. was pretty much the best, so... I mean, they're fine. They're, it's the same. If you play the first one, it's the same story as the second one, which is the same story as the third one. It is a guy who can do no wrong, doing no wrong, and going around space and doing no wrong. Heroic. And, and uh, never being stopped or opposed really in any way. There you go. I was about to bust into a Beatles song, but I don't think I'd be able to. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I think the copyright would get us on that one. Oh, man. Oh, no. Ass caps all over it. <laughs> That's actually something I've got to bring up as well. I've been wanting to bring up for a long time with the Mega 64 Boys is how lucky you guys were to be able to use uh, Beatles music and get it, you know, in a legit way for for the for the promotional trailer you did for Beatles Rock Band. Because yeah. yeah, being able to use uh, Beatles music for anything is a very very rare uh, opportunity. I yeah yeah I was kind of blown away when that happened too. That was excellent. You just you just gotta be cool as hell. Yeah. Just go go up to Paul and say Paul, listen to me. If John were here, he would say yeah, do it. So let's yeah. fucking get the show. On turn the that swag on. Yep. Apple Records, let's do this. Let's do this damn thing. That and you got to party with the Gabe Meister, which was pretty cool. Yep. That was that was cool. It yeah. was really fun meeting him. He was a really nice guy. And, really? and we got invited. Yep, yeah. We got invited to their party. Which was, I think, one of the best parties we've ever yeah, been to. We started for that an fucking bitchin' dance party. Yep. Oh, cool. Valve, Valve, big ups. I don't care if you don't have a summer sale because you're still a cool company. Man, I, I've, I, I gotta feel sorry for Gabe. He must get so many emails every day about Half Life Three. Yep. 
Did you guys see the new Meet the Pyro kind of thing? Yeah, uh, I saw the headline, but I didn't go in-depth with it. I did watch it. Yeah, it was, I thought it was good fun. I mean, it wasn't as long as the previous Meet the series, but it was, yeah. it was okay. I mean, what, what did you want from a character that is always going to be a character who speaks through muffles and wears a yeah. mask and you don't know anything about? Yeah. You just you make, <laughs> exactly. it, you make it weird and you take it a different way. Who... Yeah. What do you, you want to see his face? Yeah, like you want to yeah. hear his voice? No, no. that ruins the, that ruins everything. Exactly, but then still people complain. They didn't even take off his mask. Okay, what well, is it a boy or a girl? It should be a girl. No, <laughs> no go away. And it's people who don't who don't get it that watch it and think they're like, oh, I know what's best. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's for, it's for the character. I've only seen the one they did on the engineer. How how many have they done? And how well, many? That are was left? the last one. The pyro was the last. I saw the medic one. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm I am I've... way out of my uh, league in that game. I go in and I play that game. Uh, I go play TF2, and I just get I can't I, I just can't play. Everyone is so so good at that game now. But then I but then I That's play. My problem. I either play a supporting class like medic, or I play engineer for me. Oh, I play scout. Like, I, I, then it doesn't matter if you die because you're expected to. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Although there are the good scout players that just can Jesus. rush ahead and just take out. A ton of people. But yep. I'm usually an engineer because I find it fun as class. Or next to Spy. But Same for me. Spy's kind of fun when I get bored with engineer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing half the time in Spy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how long is... When, when did that game come out now? I mean, the, it came oh, out with the Orange Box, didn't it? Yeah. yeah like five I, I years have, ago, right? I have a copy of least. Orange Box on uh, th- Xbox 360, which apparently is like super out of print. Oh, yeah. The PS3 one's even rarer, I think. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, they're also very outdated versions of the game as well. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's... Are there no hats? hats? No hats. No but that's hats, what, not uh, even one hat. No hats in Hat Fortress 2. Nope. <laughs> what, what a joke. But I, I even... want the hats! Give me the hat! I hate DLC! Give me the hats! I hate... <laughs> Give me the hats! All this fucking DLC, man, it's fucking bullshit. Oh my god, it's a new hat. It's a new hat. I've never understood, to this day, what the hats in Team Fortress 2 were. I knew it was some kind of update thing, but it's a hat. What do they actually do, though, to your team? Do you know what a hat is, where you, like, you wear it on your head? Yeah. It's a hat. Cool. So you pay to get, like, a bowler hat on, and your character can wear it. Some hats are chicken hats. While it's running around. Hey, 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 there's a lot of hats. Don't, don't narrow it down. Although... (laughs) They do have um. You have to buy. You have to buy the hats. Um. Yeah. Or you have to. You have to spend actual physical money. And then you can paper. trade the hats. You can do a hat trade. Oh, okay. But you, you actually you actually spend money on the hats. <laughs> wow, oh, yeah. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> because take, these take, these are take, the people like the people who buy the hats are the people that tout Valve and Steam as the greatest things ever because when they do DLC they give it out for free and then these guys buy hats this is like that's worse than like buying stuff for your avatar i mean that's on your console this is like you're just buying something for your avatar in this specific game but, ha- but Garrett, fucking I, I really need to buy this this watch with like a spinning rim on it for my xbox avatar which is going to get covered up by my shirt sleeve anyway but i really really need it i know i know it costs a thousand xbox points but you know i, I have to have it well, save your allowance, Jay. I need it, and also I I'm need gonna, hats. I'm gonna save up. My, 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 they give me tuppence every yeah, every uh, every your... fortnight, and I say thank you very much. And that goes in the piggy bank, 
and uh, saving up for hats and That's, saving up for there are some, bullshit. There are some games that are a little misleading about that. Like, um, if you guys have played Oblivion, there was the down, there's the, there was the DLC for that for horse armor, which didn't actually do anything. It just made your horse look pretty, and it cost like fifteen bucks or something. Oh my god! Hell yes! That was ridiculous <laughs> for Oblivion. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I don't know, but, man. I guess just like I, I like some DLC, and I've bought some DLC. I, I bought a lot of DLC on uh, Dante's Inferno, and I played through that game once. But I don't know, man. Uh, in some ways, it's it's a little weird. I say you're not forced to buy it. So if there's a market for it and people are going to buy it, you can't haul, you can't fault someone on trying to make some money. Yeah. Sure. sure. Cool. Sure. People shouldn't be so fucking dumb. The, the 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 sad thing is, it obviously does well because there's so fucking much of it. Yep. And so frequently, so many hats. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the business model that really gets my goat is uh, is the free to play iPhone apps. Oh yeah. Like, like uh, whatever whatever like Moshi Pet, not Moshi Pets. Sorry, that's the wrong franchise. But like Smurf Village yep. and stuff like that, and and it's stuff uh, that's always made for kids who are playing on their dad's iPhone. Well, yeah, or- that's 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 the thing. We have a story about this. We've talked about our little sister before, who was you know of, of an age of about oh, six or seven, and this- she she got Smurf Village or whatever whatever it was like a, a pet game or something. She before we knew it, she ran up five hundred dollars on the thing, and oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That was, you know, yeah, we have. Um, we, I mean, we we a couple of angry letters to the developers lately, and we got it refunded. But still, it's like a five-year-old can run up five hundred bucks on one of these games. And yeah, it just it's happens. made. It's they're made for that to happen. Yep, that's yeah. true. It's a fu- it's a fucked business model. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I know this is that's like the third or fourth story of that that I've heard, and it's always in the. Multiple hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Hey, Eric. I think it happened. I think it happened with Jeff and Griffin's kid from Rooster Teeth. Probably. There you go. Yes, Jake. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Just, just. You hear that? Yeah. Is that coins? You know what that is? Is that tiny tower coins? You better believe it, brother. Goddamn right. Oh man, is it the end of your tiny tower day and you can cash in? Dude, ti- tiny tower. How many levels are you up to? Uh, not very far, man. I'm. Yeah, well, that that was that's level eight right there. Oh, not bad. Oh, not yeah, bad. Shit. Um, I'm just you know restocking. Just restocking oh. my vegan food shop right now. Oh, cool. Do you, do you do you name those stores cool things? Uh, what like Butt House? That kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, but like any. I mean, anything that is like a funny pun or anything like that. Because Brian has a store that I think it's a pottery store. And I think the name of the store that he made is uh, Marijuana Joke. I have a photo studio called Hot Picks. I have a casino called Casino Zone. But my favorite is my travel agency called Go Away. Do you name them? How? So you're only on like level eight. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not very far, but I, I love that game, man. I'm wow. like, I'm like level twenty or twenty-two. Sean, to me, has Sean Chatfield beat- from Mega Sixty Four. Yeah. Sean has beat the game. I mean, there's no actual end to the game. He's at over over level one hundred, but he, over like wow. hundred eight. Yeah, think I, I think he's like one hundred eight, hundred ten, somewhere like around there. And I talked to him, 
And I'm like, what's the point? He's like, there's no point anymore. I've I've reached over 100. It takes like three actual human days for a new story to like build. So what are we doing here? Actual human days. Yeah. So he stopped. He stopped playing the game because he beat it. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a really great game. It's it's um, you can get by without spending any money on it. Yep. J- just fine. Um, and it's yeah, fun. guys, guys and girls, go out there and play Tiny Tower. It's on iPhone. It's free. Is it on? Is it on uh, Droid as well? Probably. I would think it does so damn well on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tower, man. That's um, what I'll be playing when we get on a plane. I'll probably be playing Tiny Tower like the whole time, but not on the runway. No, 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 no. No, no, Alex Baldwin. Turn off my phone. Um, you can't do that. You can't. You're not allowed. I love that he got in trouble for that for playing iPhone games. And then went on a nationwide like credit card commercial. Yeah, the ones or not nationwide. What is it um, now? Whatever it is, those credit card commercials with the Vikings. Capital One, right? Yeah, and then he makes the joke. He makes the joke in the commercial. He's texting on a phone, and one of the Vikings comes up. It's like the TD Illustrated. He goes, "Oh, you play games on that?" He's like, "Not on the runway." No, no. And like he looks into the camera. It's like, <laughs> ew. Wow, you are you have no shame. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a month ago that yeah. happened and he got in big trouble. Whoops. Celebrities in this country really have, like, essentially superpowers. They hmm. can get away with fucking anything and they can do, in, they can get into anything they want to get into. Yeah. So, like, well, diplomatic community, but for celebrities. Like, yeah. you guys have heard how crazy, insane hard it is to get into, like, Comic Con? Yes. Yeah, you have to buy a year in advance or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, if you're a celebrity, I was listening a couple podcasts. I listened to the uh, Joe Rogan Experience and a lot of the Death Squad podcasts, and it's him and a lot of his friends and stuff. Right. And uh, Doug Benson and this other comedian were like telling him he should come down maybe and do uh, this comedy show and check out Comic Con because he's never been. And Joe's like, Yeah, yeah. I, I actually his assistant Red Band was like, Oh, I could totally get you in. And then Joe was like, Oh, I I could get myself in. Da, da, da. And I was just thinking like, Yeah, he probably could. Yeah. He could probably very easily get into something that people have to buy tickets for a year in advance. And he's just a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like him, but like, oh man, he has a superpower over most normal people. That is so fucking weird. <laughs> people oh. would just give you things and you could just acquire things that are otherwise out of reach. This, That's right. This, you, you, acquire, you acquire more wealth and you get more things for free. Yep. Logic. It's weird. Very cool. Hey, can, excuse me, can we have a moment of silence at the time of this recording Tom Cruise and uh, Katie Holmes are getting divorced so are they? Can... Okay. oh yeah he filed for divorce today is this oh not my a, god is this not a time of celebration no what, celebrate. hey hot. hey excuse, excuse me Zach Zach yes. a marriage is ending and there's a child involved there is no cause for celebration bow your head good sir dark dark time how much money do you think she has made over the last so much money. He's going she, to make a fucking killing after their divorce, and she's either going to sign like an NDA thing where she can't talk about him to any of the press or whatever, and yeah. she'll get a ton of fucking money that way, or she won't sign that, and she'll go on every show and talk about him and make a billion dollars. And just talk about being his beard. Yeah, and uh, she's she wants full custody that the kid monster that they have. Sorry. So What's it called? Sur- Surrey. It sounds Siri. like a... She's, she's like Sorry. when you talk to your phone, yeah. it goes to that kid. <laughs> oh, that's why she's like a. It's all fucked up sometimes. Some kind of a Scientologist monster beast. Yeah, yeah. it's the cousin of Lord Zeno. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. they're getting they divorced. They're so they're getting divorced, and and I just went from Mega sixty Mega sixty four, and from the Gaming Cult podcast, and from all of us, uh, Katie Holmes. You're free now. And free. if you need any consolation, a shoulder to lean on. Um, Zach Ennis, Australia, there's a plan. A moment we of silence, please, gentlemen. Okay. Fly shut, you shut up! Shut up! Silence! I didn't, I was, uh, I had a... Shh! Can we hear the Dawson's Creek theme song right, ready, now? Okay. Hey guys. You remember that, you remember that really funny time where my family guy, they made fun of that song. And like Peter Griffin, he made up, he made, he made up his own lyrics. And it was really funny. And like, it wasn't, it wasn't even a cutaway. Because like, the joke was so funny that they didn't even need to do a cutaway. Because Family Guy is such a really funny show. Yeah. Okay, thank you for your moment of silence. I appreciate that. Was, that was really nice, guys. Well, Cruise is okay. Uh, so, moving on to a bit of disappointing news uh, for Australia. Um, unfortunately, the uh, the game the game uh, chain. Sorry, let me try that again. Take two. <laughs> take two. Uh. Thank you. Uh, stop take. Um, uh, the game chain game. Which is a really weird way to structure any sentence, but believe me, it's making sense. Uh, game has closed in Australia. They are uh, they went into administration like the UK branches did, and unlike the UK, they did not get a uh, they did not get a buyer. So with it, as of recording now on the thirtieth of June, twenty twelve, uh, Game Australia will be shut within the next few days. Goodness. Can you get any killer deals? I'm getting some killer deals right now, but I'm just kind of trying to be a bit somber right now because it's it's my favorite it's my favorite game chain store. Everyone that works there is really cool. Yeah. So the, only, the only place in Australia where you can still buy a sealed game. Mm. No shit. Really? Wow. I mean, is it going to be hard for you guys to get games now? You're going to have to go online only. Well, no, we just have to. Yeah, I guess so. Either that, or we just get something that's already open and it's apparently a new game. Apparently. Why, Why is it already open? Because that's what, that's what all the other people do. Because all of the the cases apparently need to be on display all of the time, every single copy. What? So they take and put all the discs and sleeves in the back. Yeah. Do I come that's, from a land down under? That's bullshit, dude. Where cases are empty and the inserts are. Chunda. Well, we have to open the cases because if we left the disc in there, they'd get stolen. So we just put them all out. There. That's crazy. That, that makes that crazy. makes sense, right? You can't just put the copies behind the counter or, or somewhere. I'd like, like they... to look at their sales for how many used games they buy and how many used games they sell per year. Yeah, I'd be real curious to see that. Huh? Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, can, can we have? Can we have a moment of silence for the store game? But yeah. during this moment of silence, can you play Men at Work songs? There you go. Perfect. Okay, ready? Moment of silence for game starting now. Thank you. So was, there was this one episode of Family Guy. Oh my god. Oh. Fuck. I just miss game so much. There was this one episode uh, of Family Guy where they where they cut 
where, where like they make a joke, but well, they don't make a joke, but they're like. Is this the one where Peter remembers? Is this the one where Peter remembers that time that something happened? He remembers the time that something happened. No, he doesn't even remember something. He just says, "Hey, let's cut to a Conway Twitty song. Let's make it go. Let's make it go for three and a half minutes." I pulled a YouTube video about this. I remember it, uh, Garrett. I remember it. But this oh. is not a silence. I I remember a time where Family Guy was actually funny when it first came out. Oh, guys, can... talk about movies. Anyone see Ted in theaters? No. But now I haven't even. I can't even go back and watch the original episodes. This segment of Family Guy chat talk brought to you. Oh. Ted, Bill, check it out in theaters near you. Don't you guys just miss game? Man, rest in peace, game. Yeah, it's it was a decent store, and now we're stuck with um, other other stores. Like uh, <laughs> no, like, just other stores. Just that's it. Other stores. Hey, it's nice. Hey guys, imagine if, imagine if, like in America, you only had one video game expo each year, uh-huh. and it was it was curated and organized and named after your most well-known gaming chain. Just, just imagine that. That's yeah, just, just imagine, just imagine what that would be like. You know, Jake, I'm still banned from said game retail, retail chains. Chain. Um, Facebook page. Still <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Zach, let us let us talk about your adventures into the electronics boutique Facebook page. Oh awesome. yes. Um, I enjoy pissing people off on Facebook and various oh, other places. Yeah. Yeah, it's my thing. And so I decided to go on EB Games and be like, why do you... And there's a classic debate on there where everyone goes, why do you sell these games so much and things like that? Or, But there was another one where people were talking... Where there was the, this was when R18 games where they were... Because in Australia, there's been a huge um, shitstorm over it because... Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't brought this up yet. Austra- All right. <laughs> Australia has finally gotten an R18 rating. Oh, really? Yeah, we've been fighting for it. For, I can't believe this. This was not even in my thought. Why the so, hell, wasn't it? But yeah, after ten years of fighting, we finally have an R18 rating. It's going to be in by uh, the start of next year. We're finally going to be able to get games. The games industry is no longer going to get hampered by. Uh, oh, can we do this? No, fucking Australia is going to ban it, man. Or we, oh. Let's not do that. Okay, cool. Let's not do that because Australia sucks. Guess what? Th- that's not going to happen anymore. We're not going to. That's gonna, rad. Yeah, we're not going to stunt the whole gaming industry with a shitty country yeah. because of a certain well, shitty South Australian uh, senator who's now probably dead or something. Rest in peace, <laughs> you motherfucker. I hate you so much. What was his name? Um, shit. Uh, Dickhead it- Supreme? Yeah, exactly. Dickhead Supreme, rest in peace. <laughs> South, Austra- South Australian uh, Senator Dick Supreme, uh, <laughs> thank you for holding back the R18 rating uh, for 10 years. Uh, because you were making arguments like uh, the, a child is of, of an age age range from 10 to 25. You fucking idiot asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and so I decided with this information, which by the way, thank you Australia, R18, cool. Um, yeah, I decided with this information that I noticed that most of the people on this Facebook page were way too young to be buying 
MA15 Plus games and other things. Oh yeah, it's all thirteen-year-old fans and things like that. And you know what? I started. Mummy and Mummy and Pop-ups just say no, no. Yeah, yeah, they should be saying no, no. And so I start with a light sprinkling when people will be like, "Oh yeah, when's GTA Five coming out?" And all these other stupid questions. I'd say, "Hey kid, aren't you a little young to be buying violent video games?" If, if you're thirteen, like the first person you should ask about when is GT, when's GTA Five coming out? That EB is probably the first person you should ask on their Facebook wall as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I'd be like. Yes, aren't you a little young to be playing the game? And after a while, all the e EB ad like you know admins people started liking my posts, and so I'm like, okay, I've got a reputation here. People know me, and I was, awesome. and, and then suddenly out of nowhere one day I post, violent video games should be banned. I do not support an RA team rating, and if it were to go <laughs> to referendum, I would go against it. And everyone goes. <laughs> Whereas oh, I'm like man. the average, and I'm like the average video gamer is the age of nine because video games are for children. So you have to understand that these violent video games really impose upon our children. They, we could have a future of serial killers here, like technology that we've never seen. And it's just unchristian. And it's just un and then after a while they're like, oh. and they're like, I, what? I, I, I was at I was at the Hillsong meet and they said, no, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't, yeah. Play, the, don't I, play those piss word games. Well, exactly. After a while, I was like, I'm Christian, and as a concerned parent, I say no. And everyone started looking, and all these people started looking at my Facebook page, and they were getting really angry. I had something like a hundred and something replies, but um, oh my God. They, and like they kept looking at my Facebook page and being like, oh, oh wait, hold on, Jake, did we take screen caps of it? We have screen caps. Still. We have screen caps. I'll yeah. send them into Jake. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just like they were flipping out so hard and then I just I just rolled with it and was like well guys um as a concerned father and they're like you're 19 I'm like I had a kid when I was um I impregnated my wife at age 15 and they're like you have a wife and they're like you have a wife and I'm like she's now deceased because of violent video games and <laughs> and um yeah it just carried on so long until they were just like no we can't take it anymore he's arguing He's arguing against us, and he doesn't think what I think. We're banning him, and so I got banned. But this was this was after about 10, 10 sessions of this, at least. <laughs> yeah, so a solid few months of just pissing off EB. <laughs> you just basically you basically go for about a good three hours, then end it with a screen cap of Zelda CDI and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I've done too much stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a child of 4chan. <laughs> Which, which I say, which I say no, no to, but I also say yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys gonna play the new Spider-Man game? Because uh, uh, I mean, we're we're all DC nuts here, but um, uh, and, yeah, well, that's the thing, Garrett. You're you're more of a you're more of a Marvel man, aren't you? Yeah, I uh, I mean, aside from like Batman as a character, like the films and stuff. <laughs> I... Yeah, sorry, we, we call we call him Ladalapen here, Garrett. Uh, Weather Bat? It's Swedish. Oh, Ladalapen? Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. sure if you could have picked up on this, but everywhere in the world, apart from uh, Sweden and one or two other places which we'll talk about a bit later, uh, called Batman Batman. But uh, Sweden called it Ladalapen. Ladalapen. Yes. Which, uh, did, yeah, which did not translate to Batman. No, no. To leather bat. Leather bat. Yep. So yep. would you? It's would kind you, of a cool name. Did you play the the latest leather bat game? No, I had not played the leather lapin game. No. Uh, it's good, and, and the new Spider-Man game is supposed to take elements from that. Oh, that's but here's cool. the thing: I love Spider-Man, 
I love Spider-Man. Like, one of my favorite superheroes. I, I ordered... What's that figure company you guys always get figures from? Uh, Revoltech. Revoltech is coming out with a Spider-Man figure, and I ordered it, because I apparently need that at, in my mid-twenties. Yeah. yeah. So I ordered it. I'm staring at a case full of fucking action figures yeah. right now. <laughs> it's, I love Spider-Man, and Brian pointed this out to me. I play all the Spider-Man games that come out. Ultimate Spider-Man, all those games. I fucking played friend or foe. Like... I love those games, wow. but Brian just went, oh yeah, you're going to play the new Spider-Man game? I went, yeah, man, I hear it's supposed to be good. He's like, cool, those are your Sonic games. Like, everyone sees, oh, a new Sonic? Oh, it's going to be cool. Yeah, oh, this time it's going to be different. Yeah. It's going to be different this time, and it's not, and it's the same old shit, <laughs> and you sit through it, and you do the same exact things, and you just go, why did I waste my time? That's what the Spider-Man like franchise is to me. Well, I just don't trust movie tie-in games. Every once in a while, you get that gem like Wolverine Origins. Mm -hmm. But sure. other than that, man, one. you... Yeah, I, I, like, never go for movie tie-ins. I made those mistakes when I had an NES, and then not so much after that. The new Spider-Man is getting mediocre reviews at best. I will play it anyway. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll one-up you guys on that. I buy every uh, Puzzle Bubble game that comes out. Oh my every god. Oh. Jesus. Wow. I, I have uh, <laughs> I have an original Neo Geo cart of uh, the first Puzzle Bubble game. Now that only came out on the MVS arcade system on the on the MVS cart. I have a custom made home cart conversion of Puzzle Bubble. Jesus Christ! Dude, that's with, with sweet with a cover with cover art and everything. Um, yeah, it's, you're pretty cool. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. What can I say? I love Puzzle Bubble. What? Was it called Puzzle Bobble over here? Bust Still? a move. Bust a move. Bust a move. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a bust a move cart for our uh, Neo Geo. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell and that's yeah. probably either that or Metal Slug is what I always have in there. I, I feel like I picked the best like three games to get. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, if you like Puzzle Bobble on the Neo Geo, it it may sound like a thing you don't need to do, but trust me, you need to do it. Is get Puzzle Bobble two or Buster Move, otherwise known as Buster Move again for the for the Neo, for the Neo Geo. It really? is the it is the best puzzle bubble game by a mile. It really? took the first puzzle bubble and it it just it made it gave you so many extra levels and paths you can go down and versus modes and going against CPU characters and oh. yeah, pu Puzzle Bubble 2 aka Buster Move again is the best puzzle bubble game and it's definitely worth <laughs> getting. It's a little bit more expensive than uh, Puzzle Bubble, but... Uh... Right, right now, in my head, I can hear... Ready? Go! I mean, the cool thing about that bust-a-move again or whatever is yeah. we've been to so many Mexican food shops in our life with those yeah. Neo Geo machines in them. Oh, yeah. I can almost guarantee I've played that game a million times. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, those those machines are just at like every Mexican food place, and they always have shitty Metal Slug, shitty like soccer game, shitty Samurai World Heroes, Showdown, sh Samurai Showdown, and some weird sort of Chinese boot called um, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is actually a really cool game. <laughs> did, you, did you say a soccer? What some soccer cart too mm -hmm. is always in there. Always a soccer game. Yeah, always. It's Mexican food. Yeah, and you get Mexican. Goal! Nice. Uh, I can I can name at least five soccer games for the Neo Geo. There's Goal Goal Goal. <laughs> oh wow! You know what? That one was at New York Giant Pizza uh, by my parents' house when I was growing up. Really? They had that. That's the, goal, that's goal. a that's actually a rarer title if you get a complete kit of that. Really? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Neo Cup 98, Super Sidekicks 1, 2, and 3, and uh, Ultimate 11. I remember uh, at the sports center where I grew up playing hockey, they had a four-cart MBS upstairs in the bleachers, and they had a um, winning – or was it winning 11? Yeah, yeah, winning eleven or actually no, that one was it was called Ultimate Eleven. Ultimate Eleven, yeah. yeah. Winning Eleven's a different franchise, but it's also a soccer game, right? Yeah, absolutely. And just a little bit of trivia for you. Um, you've you've heard often about like the rarest Neo Geo cuts, and they're always they're always the home versions, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the home version of Ultimate Eleven, uh, the European version of it is one of those games that is just so rare there's there's only maybe a handful of known copies and really yeah the last one sold combined with um that other rare game which i cannot remember of but the highest selling game it sold for a combined price of forty thousand dollars holy shit jesus man it's just just one of those games that never really made it out and there was just like a test run of them made that kind of thing Mm. who bought that that's crazy oh someone someone like jake Hard no 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 hard <laughs> hardcore Neo Geo home collectors, yeah, who have like complete sets of all the U.S., European, and Japanese cuts. There's a couple of people like that that live, you know, in the states or in like Italy or wherever. Underground most of the time. Yeah, 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 and they just have fucking cash, dude. Yeah, big cash, big cash. I want to go up to one of those guys and just go, I have King of Fighters 2002 on Neo Geo. <laughs> and just and see what they have to say about that. That is my favorite game! <laughs> <laughs> so what have, you, what have you guys got on your Neo Geo? Uh, King of Fighters 2002. Yeah, we have... Yeah. That was... Did you already talk about that? Yeah, yeah, I brought it yeah. on one of the podcasts. Yeah, okay. was a cool birthday gift from Garrett. Thank you, my Absolutely. roommate. Oh, you're welcome. I feel bad because I bought new. I bought all new uh, switches to replace the uh, button switches, but I haven't installed them yet. And Eric's birthday was quite a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> we but yeah. switches, MC bitches. Absolutely, that's right. But uh, actually, uh, thanks to the podcast, I figured out what to get him, and I had enough time. I got it off eBay. Um, but then uh, we also have King of Fighters '97 or six. I, it's like '96 or '97. Yeah, I never remember. Is it, um, an ulti- it, it might be one of the ultimate match year, or one of the, uh, the, the dream yeah. years. I thought it was a Rochi Saga w- stuff. No. It would either be 97 or 98 then in that y- case. Yep. Mm, it's some mid-90s. Ni- 98 is is a dream match. I think he has 97. Oh, we're, we're talking about ultimate match versus dream match here. I oh, understand. sorry. I'm just I'm talking about a fucking dream match, Jake, where all the char- where it ends <laughs> the saga and then the characters are all in it. Uh, <laughs> potato, potato is what I said to you, my friend. <laughs> And then we have uh, the first Metal Slug and uh, the first Puzzle Bottle. Or Buster Move, sorry. So, as I mentioned very briefly in uh, episode 11, um, we would be getting to uh, a bit more feedback from our listeners out there. And yeah, we're going to call this... We're going to call this segment... Have we, got a, have we got a clever name for this segment? Not really, we're just going to call it Viewer Mail. So let's go to uh, Gaming Cold Podcast Viewer Mail. I can't wait. Now, you remember you gave your uh, your little shout-out to South Korea there uh, last episode, right, Eric? Yeah. Well, we uh, we got some email from a, a South Korean fan. Oh, oh nice. that's They cool. shout back. That's right. Hell yeah. So this is uh, this is a little message from Kay from South, uh, South Korea. Hi there, I've been listening to your podcast from episode one. I don't really have a habit of sending emails to podcasters, but since you gave a special shout-out to me, 
Um, I felt the need to say hello. First of all, great job so far. Your podcast is really funny and interesting too, since I am also a fan of obscure pop culture and knowledge. Thank you very much. Uh, on the last podcast, episode 11, you apologized to the global audience for inside jokes. I can only speak for myself, but I would assume that anyone listening to your podcast is probably either an expat, like myself, who originates from a Western country, it's from the UK, or someone who has enough inside knowledge of US culture to understand the jokes to begin with, like our co-host Martin, for example, of course. Uh, so you shouldn't feel the need to hold back on your jokes. They are some of the best parts of your show. Uh, I, also really nice. I also noticed that you are very interested in Japanese games. If you ever need some information, perhaps I can sometime be of some service. I have been in Asia for many years now and I'm fluent in a few languages. Now here's where it gets very interesting. Here's a freebie. On episode 11 you mentioned that in mainland Asia, Batman is called Batman. Actually, in China, a lot of things have totally different names too. Example, Batman is called Bianfu Xia, I hope I uh, pronounced that correctly. Uh, Bianfu Xia, and literally translates to Bat Hero. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! Bat Hero. Thank you. Yeah. Also, uh, Spider Man is Zizhu Xia, which translates to Spider Hero. Uh, this is Hero and Spider Hero. And, uh, Wait, who uh, win in a fight? Bat Hero or Spider Hero? What, is Superman Man Hero? No, no, he, no, he's superhero. So the rest, everyone else can't be a superhero. Only, only Superman can be the superhero. And uh, Iron Man, Gang Tie Sha, is Iron Hero, and so on. Wow. Wow. The more we know. So it's it's Iron Swedish, the Iron Man versus Iron Man versus Iron Hero, Ultimate Showdown, two hundred two thousand two. Get them all in there. Leather Bat Hero. Love it. Oh, in Swedish, the translation for Superman is Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Superman Stall Mannen, which is what they called it, translates to the Iron Man. Oh my god. <laughs> so there you go. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Kay, thank you very much. He he goes he, on with uh, some other e- emails. He probably but, screwed up like the Man of Steel reference or something. Probably. Well, hey, yeah. Kay, thank you very much for writing in. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as you enjoy the other episodes. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. He's got a lot of other cool stuff for us as well, but we'll get to that in another uh, um, episode. He's got some very, very cool inside knowledge for us. So, Kay, we will uh, we'll uh, get right back on. to all the cool stuff you've been sending us in another episode. So thank you for that. Uh, I don't know what thank you in Korean is. Someone want to look that up? Yeah. Annyeonghaseyo. That's Hello. <laughs> oh, right. we learnt this. Or, in, is that, or is that thank you? We learnt this in business, but I've forgotten. Uh, t- uh, Wonder Girls, SNSD. Oh no, these my, are just bands. Shit. My ba- <laughs> my, ba- my uh my battle net login isn't working anymore. Big Bang Rules. Uh, I think that's apparently, how you say- apparently it's Kamsanida. No, Kamsanida. Yeah, Kamsanida. Kamsanida. Thank you. Very well, we much. butchered that, but thank you, Kay. Thank you, Kay. Okay, this one is from Jacob Liberator. He writes, after you mentioned it on the Gaming Call podcast, uh, I downloaded it just out of curiosity, and he is referring to Katawa Shujo. Uh, and as a bit of a joke, uh, I did not want to like it, but fuck me in the ass with broken glass, I loved it. You were certainly not kidding about it being well-written. Those Fagatonis have a fat thesaurus indeed. 
So, thanks a lot, Jake. Now I'm in love with a fictional blind girl. <laughs> and may that relationship be long-lasting and fulfilling. Best of luck to you, Jacob. Yep. <laughs> I, hope I really you want to play I that. hope you enjoy it. Are you supposed to enjoy it? Well, I enjoyed my experience. But... <laughs> <laughs> you've had, but you've had like a lot of real interesting experiences. So that's, that's true. <laughs> real, real special, real interesting. Real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to our uh, classic album recommendations for episode twelve. Um, Garrett, do you have a classic album you can recommend? Right now, I am going to say The Dead Kennedys, Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death. It's my favorite album by them. It's a little later on in their career, but I think that their sound is a little richer. And I, I don't know, I really like that album. That was probably the first, one of the first punk rock albums I ever got, and uh, that's still one of my favorites today. And every Excellent. song on it's good, I think. I agree. Good stuff. I don't actually have any Dead Kennedys albums. Not, not really not saying that I haven't heard Dead Kennedys before. Absolutely, I always hear it when I'm at parties, and I always like it. Jello Biafra, he's got that very unique voice. Yeah, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, no, that's that's good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Mm-hmm. All right, Eric's up next. Yeah, uh, my album that I recommend right now is Arctis. A R K T I S a uh, German band from the 70s that just plays cool-ass rock and roll. Uh, I got this album from a friend of mine who got it from another friend of his who bought the vinyl, and uh, I got a rip of it, and man, this it, like it's so good. Look up Student's Ideal. I love that song. Outcasted, Jeff the Fool, Rare Girl. You sent like, me that. You sent me a yeah, link to that. That's good dude, stuff, man. There, That's really good stuff. It's real, like, 70s heavy. It's got a female lead singer, which I thought was going to take away from it. Um, it does not take away from it. it. They're fucking awesome. I think her vocals are so good. They produced only, like, two or three albums, and uh, this one's incredible. Arctis. Arctis. A-R-K-T-I-S. Fantastic. Look them up. And then you can impress all your friends by going, like, oh, I heard this band called Arctis. That's right, man. That's right. Delve into the underground. Get amongst it. Absolutely. That's, that's where the gold is. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Zach, any album recommendations for this week? Um, the Go Team's first album called Thunder Lightning Strike. Um, pretty good. It's kind of indie rockish, but it's also like got kind of it's kind of danceish as well. It's 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 all right. I mean, best tracks on the album, my, by my opinion, is probably Huddle Formation and Panda Dash. But that's the Go Team, and there's an exclamation mark after Go. Coolio. Excellent, mm. excellent. Thank you very much, Zach. Mm-hmm. Now I've uh, I've got a classic album recommendation that I've just uh, picked up just recently, and it's blown my mind. Uh, now there's a lot of there's a bit of a movement of bands that are trying to imitate this band at the moment, like uh, the Devil's Blood and Blood Ceremony and a few other and Ghost and a few other bands like that. Um, but I am talking about the band called Coven. Uh, this album is from 1969, and it is the album is called Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls. Fuck wow. yes, Jake, now, you sent me you sent me a couple of songs before we started. Man, that is like so up my alley. That band is sick. Ima- imagine the most demonic album you can muster up during the 1969 Summer of Love. 
Jesus Christ. And then you have Coven, Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls. Now, Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls, I don't think I have ever heard a better album name in my entire never, life. Never, never, no, ever. No. And hey, they live up to it. Absolutely. Now, if, if you have, uh, if you have, if you're more of a sensitive type, to certain uh, to certain dispos- dispositions, this might not be the album for you. But if you want to fucking rock out to a possessed female vocalist uh, singing about demons, then you need to get this album. Uh-huh. Uh, Garrett, you're gonna like it. Standout tracks, like I'm obsessed with this album right now. It, it's been out since the late '60s. Some of its uh, big, some of the band's biggest fans were. Uh, Charlie Manson, amongst others. Whoa. Oh, hell yeah. That gives you a kind of idea. We don't condone Charlie Manson here, but just we putting don't. that out there. <laughs> Some uh, of us might condone him. <laughs> well, it depends what you're talking about. But, uh... Him as a musician, of course. Ki- killing yeah, people. Yeah, man, he's, he put out some cool albums, but moving Col- on. Colts? Uh, I condone, condone murder? <laughs> Eric Bedour condones murder. Gaming Call yep. Podcast, episode 12. Confirmed. That's what uh, it's going to say on my headstone after I'm murdered. <laughs> I condoned murder. <laughs> and received it. Do not cry for me. I condoned murder. Uh, standout tracks include Dignitaries of Hell, Choke, Thirst, Die, and a track called Black Sabbath. Now this is not a cover oh. of a track of Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath of their first album. No, this is an entirely different track of their own making. And the White Witch of Rose Hall also. The whole just look the album up. It's you know, I, I got a reissue on vinyl just recently. The original vinyl costs a hell of a lot of money to get. Uh, but uh, yeah. Coven, Witchcraft, Destroys Minds and Souls. That's a hell of an album. Holy shit. That sounds really interesting. I uh Speaking of Black Sabbath self-titled, I just put that on my iPod, like, this week. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, that... I had forgotten about it, and I had a bunch of, like, Dio-era stuff on my phone, and I was like, I don't have, like, any Aussie. What do I need? I need first album for sure, and then I think I put, like, Bark the Moon on there, too. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm the complete other way. Garrett put on Sabbath. The, the album that I put on my iPod this week is Sublime Best Of. <laughs> Because it's summertime in San Diego. Yeah, and loving is what, what I got. got. Oh man, you just you just took you just took me back to uh, Dave Mirror BMX. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Dave Mirror, Dave Mirror BMX Two. I think it might it might have been in one of the Tony Hawk games as well. Dude, it had to be. A, Sublime had to have been in some. It was that that song was definitely in Dave Mirror BMX Two, which I used to have on the PC late 90s and i would play the shit out of that all the time hey jake if, if you like if you like that song in video games you definitely need to play saints row 3 yeah hell yeah oh that's a, a that's another scene. thing they have a cutscene with it oh man that's excellent another thing we need to mention really quickly is tony hawk pro skater hd remake yeah i can't wait for that man like, i am uh, excited the, for that all the best levels from tony hawk 1 and 2 hell yes please give me that yeah. I wanted I wanted more of the songs from the original Tony Hawk, but hey, they didn't get them all. I didn't look at the list. Mm-hmm. There's uh-huh. a few, like Superman's on there, so that's like the best one. What Superman? Everything I can, 
Holding on to what I am. Oh, yeah. Because, baby, I'm a superman. You can cut that out. Uh, there was an Amoeba by... Uh, the like, Descendants. The Descendants, yeah. Was that on there? That was in, like, the second... I think that was in, like, the third one. Ah, uh, shit. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to be picking up that game. One of them had a Police Truck by the Dead Kennedys. That was, the, I think, the first one on PlayStation. Yeah. I got it on Nintendo 64, and it didn't have... Oh. It didn't have that Dead Kennedys track, and it didn't have Euro Barge by the Vandals. Dude, that's the night that we got the truck. Yeah. We're going downtown, gonna beat up drugs. <laughs> they had to censor. They had to censor the word, because uh, doesn't he say we're gonna say we're gonna like fuck him with a? I don't remember exactly how that song goes, but there's a part where they're gonna, the cops are talking about what they're gonna do that night. They're gonna like fuck someone with their uh, baton or whatever. Isn't yeah. that in that song? So play the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> Maybe it'll be the piss. It'll be the piss word version. I gotta think of it in my head now. <laughs> that, that was one of the best things about that game. There was, there was Crazy Taxi had ya 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 ya. God, yeah. But uh, but Tony Hawk had Superman. Yep. And and hey, you know what? That game introduced me to a lot of different skateboarders that I didn't really know. Yeah, and uh, good for them because now I know who the fuck oh. Rude and Glitberg is. I remember what it was. Oh, Garrett, hang on. Garrett remembers the rape police baton lyrics. It was. So, um, hang on. Something about a, I've got a big black stick. There's six of us, bitch. You sucking my dick. Let's ride, ride, how we ride. So that is the. And they censored out that part. That is that was in the song. That's in the song, but it's not in the Tony Hawk version. Yeah, it has it memorized. Yeah, I knew there was some kind of uh, like rape going on. Never soft. <laughs> Never soft didn't want to make me bad. That's I'm keen on the rape. Guys. That's what Garrett's tombstone is gonna read. Make you know. Keen on the rape. Garrett Hunter, keen on the rape. <laughs> also, make me bad. <laughs> bad. I can see I'm going blind. We got a lose here. So, let's move to pickups. Uh, anything you've picked up, guys, uh, lately that we haven't already talked about? Lollipop Chainsaw is it for me. I'm still playing uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater on my. Uh, DS, uh, 3DS, and then I'm also playing Metal Gear Solid 2 from the HD collection on uh, my Vita, but that's kind of been put in the back burner while I'm still getting really close to finishing the 3DS version of Snake Eater. Excellent, excellent, man. Uh, Eric? I've been playing Lollipop Chainsaw also, which I, I recommend if you, if you like Ninja Gaiden-esque combos, but really dumbed down, um, so it's it's a nice kind of medium point between a mindless hack and slash and Ninja Gaiden. It's it's somewhere in the middle. I really recommend that. I've also been playing Dragon's Dogma, which uh, is a really fun game in the sense that the combat is amazing. Uh, the way that I can work with the team, the way that I can control like what I'm doing, and it's all in real time and running around, and I can climb the giant bosses like kind of a Shadow of the Colossus kind of deal, but they're not so grandiose. Like, yeah. I can put him on the back of a Cyclops and hack up his head. That's really fun. I do not recommend that game for its story, storytelling, characters, pacing, <laughs> uh, what else? Dialogue. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm probably like eight hours into the game. I don't know what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, who these other people are, or who I'm supposed to speak with about them. But the combat's real fun. Excellent. And, Excellent. uh, what was the last game? Oh, 
No more Heroes 2. I've been playing Hell with yeah, Mask. And I'm bummed that Martin isn't here because I wanted to talk to Martin about No More Heroes 2. That is another game where I love the story. I love the combat. The mini games make me never, ever, ever want to play that game. I hate, hate the mini games in that game. Period. So they are so. And excuse me for working blue here. They're so fucking miserable that I don't even want to continue playing the game because I can't level up my character because I can't punch or kick dumbbells or run the right way on a treadmill. Fuck. My goodness. Miles Davis, kind of blue. That is you. <laughs> yeah, no, the the the, uh, the mini games on uh, No More Heroes 2, I liked them the first time around because they looked cool. It's like, oh, this is cool. Oh, I've got to go do it again. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, I managed to avoid it all. Uh, unfortunately, the, the gym training up, which while was funny, it was just so... required so much exhaustion to, to level up your stamina and strength and everything that I just went, fuck that, after a while, because it was just getting too fast with that treadmill bullshit. Um, but uh, I got as far as the Spaceman boss, and I was so close to killing him, and then he comes out with this cheap one-hit kill move all of a sudden out of nowhere. Uh. And I threw my Wiimote, or whatever, yeah, the Wiimote, just to the other side of the room, and I have not picked up that game since. <laughs> Or the Wiimote, it's still there. Then. I was doing so well in that game. I was, like, just killing it all the way through in one sitting. And then it was just... I was fighting this boss forever, and then all of a sudden, like, when he's about to die, he just busts out this one-hit kill that I was not expecting at all. I had no chance to dodge. And uh, I have not picked up No More Hero 2 since. Hey, did you play the first one? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Although, I never got... I didn't get that far because you had to do those mini games yeah. over and over again to advance through the game. Because yeah. you had to, you had to, you had to get money together to go to each one. That was the flaw of that uh, See, game. But I people told me that I never ever ran into a situation where I didn't have enough money to just go to the next level. Uh, really? I, I, yeah, I don't know if I played the mini games like a bunch and didn't mind it or what, but I always had enough money immediately to go to the next level. Maybe you didn't spend all your money on dumb shit like I did. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Same. Hey, now do you feel like? And I've had this discussion with Rocco. Uh, do you feel like the bosses in the second one aren't as memorable or as endearing as the first one? Uh, I can't remember the first one that well, but the second one for me, I really liked all the different bosses. I liked the, them too. The in girl the sense... that kept teleporting was uh -huh. fucking challenging. Yeah. But I felt so satisfied once I beat her. But didn't you feel like, I don't know, and I guess you didn't play that far into the first one, but in the first one, I felt like, these characters had, like, like the bosses, had, like, monologues or something more, some kind of personality that I could understand. In this one, I feel like I'm in a house. Okay. Oh, look, a guy in a mask. Uh, okay. Hey, kill the guy in the mask. <laughs> Just generic. Okay, who's this guy in a mask? Or you go to the top level of this building. Hey, look, a black guy. Okay, what does he do? Oh, uh, he speaks in you like a Scottish accent. What? Yeah. And now you got to kill him. I don't know who, I have no idea, I don't know a name of anyone here, and it's just like, they exist in a world that I don't, apparently don't care about in this one. So, that was a I real bummer for me. Yeah, no, I didn't feel that too much, I don't know why, I, I, I guess I was just playing as much as I could have in one sitting, because I had the opportunity to, and um, yeah. No, I, what I do remember from the first game is that the opening words of the first game, No More Heroes, the first impression you get with that game, as soon as you start it up, 
is the words hey fuckhead (laughs) (laughs) those are the opening words to that game I remember yeah I remember liking that a lot classy Was... I had to, I had to, I had to cover the TV speakers because I could, I could, even though my mother no longer lives with me because I'm a grown man, I could not let her hear, just You're... in case. Oh, just You're excuse me, excuse me, mem mem. Uh, Zach, what have you been playing lately, man? You know what I've been playing. I've expl- oh, I kind of spent all my time on those <laughs> Astragon Studios games. Um, yeah, I have That's played, sad. I have played a bit of Mario Kart Seven, and it's good fun. So. That's all I've been playing aside from Garbage Truck Simulator, Delivery Truck Simulator, Police Simulator. And next week I'll be picking up Sweet Baby Polar Bear. So Yeah! yeah! If I, I can get my hat. Uh, what was it? Erotic Castle? Erotic Kingdom. Erotic Ero- Kingdom. Ero- Ero- Dream Strip. Dream Ero- Stripper if you can find it. Erotic Empire Deluxe. Ah, oh, Erotic Empire Deluxe. That's Fuck! Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try and get I'll try and get um my hands on a few of those and play through those but i definitely recommend <laughs> wait uh, martin mentioned very pass uh, very fleetingly at the end of yes of end of episode 11 that he's seen an actual physical copy of garbage truck simulator Do, are, they, are these games in print in australia yes yes they are i'm fucking collecting them man i'm going for it. games man I, I checked them out i was going to buy them they were like 15 bucks they're like 10 to 15 bucks each hell yeah, yeah. Where, where'd you find them at uh babbage's <laughs> EV games. Oh, but, really? Uh, there's yep. like a... You know how there's like Nintendo World in New York City? Yeah. There's like a sweet baby polar bear, a polar bear uh, dedicated store. Dude, a whole exhibit for the game. That's fucking yeah. rad. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to grab myself that. But I do recommend picking up Garbage Truck Simulator if you want to experience <laughs> the banality of the garbage man. Fuck. Um, I also recommend Delivery Truck Simulator if you like doing exactly the same thing. And Police Simulator if you're about 50 years old. okay and i have been uh playing i've been playing minecraft been playing a bit of bad company 2 uh uncharted 3 uh tiny tower a little bit of shenmue and that's it i pick i got because of game closing down they've been selling games really really cheap a bunch of ps2 games for about a couple bucks each that's Uh, i got prince of persia sands of time Armored Core Nexus, and I've never played an Armored Core game before. You oh know, man, sort of a... I used to love the Armored Core. I, I had played all a... the PS1 and PS2 Armored Cores, and wow. then I stopped playing after that. Well, the one I have is Armored Core Nexus. Do you remember that one? Is that a good one to play? Uh, I don't think I got to that one. I think I only played like the first two PS2 versions. Because number five just came out on the PS3 just recently. Nice. Uh, my my problem was I always I always had such a problem making my mech too heavy because I wanted to roll with like the big guns and the <laughs> tank treads and the fucking boosters like that game was fun that game was a lot of fun oh, fuck I should play another one of those yeah man well I'm gonna be playing Armored Core Nexus at some point cool uh, Burnout Dominator I picked up on the pl- PlayStation Two which seemed to only come out on the PlayStation Two at the time um, it was a later title, later PS2 title, and it seemed to be exclusive. It was weird that a dedicated uh, Burnout came came in the late life cycle just for PS2 when much uh, better consoles were around at the time. I think it was about 2006 or so when that game came out. Uh, 13, the game I've picked up on PlayStation 2 because I don't have a copy of that, and along with Jet Set Radio, I think it's oh right the, on the first cel-shaded game ever made. Hey, I don't uh, know if you know this, or I'm sure this is a channel you certainly don't get, uh, I want to say it's some channel called Chill, maybe it chiller? might be a di- it might be a different yeah Chiller it might be a different channel but 
I think they made a 13 television show, and it just premiered. Whoa. On Chiller? I think that's the channel. It might be a different one, yeah, but look they used for to it. Show, they used to show, it's on DirecTV, and they used to show, uh, like, Twin Peaks reruns. Yeah. See, see if you can find the television show after you play the game. It's called 13, and I'm pretty sure it's based on the game, because it looks like the same logo. Oh, wow. Excellent. So, little known things. Good stuff. Uh, I also picked out uh, Burnout 3 Takedown. I'm trying to get all those Burnout games at the moment. Uh, Kororimpa for the uh, Nintendo Wii, which was a really great launch title, which was a balance puzzle kind of game, where you, where you held the, uh, the Wiimote, and you'd, the Wiimote kind of controlled the whole map on its axis, and you'd, oh, have wow. to, you'd have to get these little animal balls through mazes, and it's, it's a really cool game. It's kind of hard to track down now. It's uh, Kororimpa, K-O-R-O-I-K-O-R-O-I-R-I-N-P-A. Uh, and last but not least, I picked up Yakuza Dead Souls for the PS3. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Rocco yeah, got that. I got, it, I got it quite cheap, so uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be buying yeah, apparently, it soon. I've heard, I've heard bad things, though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think R- Rocco gave a kind of a shit review, and I heard that's why it got knocked down in price. Because Rocco gave it a shit review. No, no. <laughs> I, and I really wanted it to be good, but I heard bad things, so you'll have to let us know. Please. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I just got finished playing Yakuza 4, so might not be for a little I, bit yet. I uh, still but... haven't finished 4, but I'm kind of, uh I kind of, like, oh, I, dude, I you... just did the first character in 4, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of sick of this already. you gotta kind of, you just, you, you got to barge it, and you'll enjoy it. I know. Just... Just try and try and cut all the corners and budget, and it's a, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a rewarding experience if you do that. It's still so pretty, just and fun being in that city. Like yeah. I can throw it in every couple months and like spend an hour fucking around, and then absolutely pop out. Well, that's what I that's what I did for so long, and then I was like, right, I'm gonna finish this game, and I did it. And cool. The, the the end boss was really hard, but challenging and worth it. Uh, and that's it. That was uh, episode 12 of the Game Cult Podcast. Thank you again to uh, Garrett Hunter and Eric McDaw for coming along. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. Hey, can, I give, a sh- can I give a shout-out to another country and see if they write in? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to North Korea, since we went <laughs> South Korea last time. Whoa. Yeah. I, uh, I, don't gonna, no? I don't know if you're going to hear think? back Okay, J- how about Japan? That's like the same thing. <coughs> shout-out to Japan. Onyong Aseyo, Japan. Mira-san, konnichiwa. Hajime-mashite. We do actually have some Japanese listeners. Oh, cool. Well, I hope they yeah. write in. Kelly and I hope Burke they're, will probably and write I hope in. they're cute girls. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> Please write in to us, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit up our Facebook wall, facebook.com slash gamingcultpodcast. Uh, sub us on iTunes. We've got uh, the Gaming Cult Podcast uh, Twitter, which is at Jake Games. Garrett, you got a, you got a Twitter? Go ahead and plug that. It's at Garrett Hunter. Two of the I... R's, two of the T's, and you'll yeah. be right as rain. I have a Facebook, and you can friend me on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Eric Bedore. And after you friend me, you're either going to like me more or you're going to hate me more. You're going to probably gonna, hate him It's going to be one of the two. I don't take no guff. I, I added you this morning. Guff. I like you. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, you just wait and see. You wait and see how much guff I take. Eric, Eric <laughs> his Facebook page with an iron fist. I will, I will accept every single friend invite that I get. But the moment you step out of line, I will unfriend you. And then we are done because I, ha- I owe nothing to no one. <laughs> this, this is dangerous. It's dangerous. Uh, you, yeah. Well, yeah. You just wait and see. Truer words. We never... can't go on together with these suspicious minds. That's what I play when I unfriend people. <laughs> but that ruins so much potential. 
Don't you just... Oh no, but I, I unfriend people if they post stupid stuff on my Facebook. They can post stupid stuff on their own Facebooks all they want. But like, don't comment on my status with something that's not funny when it's trying to be funny. I have no, I have no patience or tolerance for that. Then you openly mock them. Oh, the I do. I hey, hey Zach, I do, and then I unfriend them. Oh, that, yes, good. Oh, he's, good he's fairly relentless. Fairly. Oh, Fuck mercy. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Alrighty. Goodbye. Goodbye. Catch, catch diggers later. <laughs>